This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast? It's the post-show podcast. Boomer and Geo have left the building. Well, not really their building, but they've left the Zoom meeting. And so it's left with me and Al. What's up, Al? A podcast. Now, what is a podcast? We talk Jerry? for 15 minutes. Okay, and this is, goes out live somewhere. It's on the radio. No, dial. it's taped. It's taped. And, no one's uh, hearing us right uh, now. No one hears it, right? Not right now. So well, no, people hear it. It's like a radio show, but most people don't hear it. Although we do a radio show now, so. Right. Do a radio show, do a podcast. We've become one of those people that I used to get annoyed at, like yep. how, how Evan has a show and then also does a podcast. Yeah, pot, kettle, black, high out. Yeah, although Evan's even doing it more right than us because Evan does like a Nets podcast. He's specific, right? Yes, he very niche. Very ni- very niche yes. podcast where we do, I don't know what this is right He now. also does a lot of rapid response Rapid response podcasts about yeah. uh, the, something about the Mets or the or wrestling. Yeah, could you could do that? Sure. You I think there's a lot it. of Met podcasts, though. I don't know how many Net podcasts there are. Right. Well, that's the thing. You got to. He's right. Not a lot of Nets podcasts. I heard a uh, one of the things that I um, that I go on Facebook for Jerry, since I don't like go on for any regular reasons because I'm annoyed by all the political stuff. I, I go and I check. Uh, I check the Bradley Beach. Facebook page to see what's going on here. All right, makes sense. Yeah, and then I checked the Greyhounds of New Jersey page. So something interesting came up on the Greyhounds of New Jersey that went for a lot of dogs. So I thought I would share it here because I'd never heard of it. And I wanted to see if uh, people who are listening have heard of it, they could tweet to me. And can I ask you? Know. Yes, sure. we can do that. Can I ask you a question, though? Yes, sir. Have you realized how since you have gotten your dog... Yeah. This podcast has gone from poop mm-hmm. and penis stories to yeah. all about your dog. Yes, I have noticed that. Okay. And I try to steer away from it in my head, and I go right back to it. Hmm. That's why I'm saying, like, this goes for all dogs. I've heard this. And okay. maybe even, actually a, a couple people mentioned on the forum cats as well. So somebody had written, they said, uh, my dog is very upset. And I think it's because we cooked lamb in the house. And so many people responded that dogs and cats despise the smell of cooking lamb. And it makes them ill. The smell of lamb cooking. Right. Well, I don't eat lamb, so never I don't either. So many people are like, when I eat lamb, I'm like, who's eating all this lamb? Not me. I don't even want to eat chicken, to be honest. 
No, no chicken for you. Just I don't. When you see the chickens running I, around, it's like, yeah, well, it's just uh, you know. Yeah. I, I, I've, we've had this conversation a hundred times. If About I could meat? do, yeah, if I could do a a vegetarian type of diet, I would. I just I can't. <laughs> it doesn't really work for me. But I, I don't. I don't like the. I like ve- I used. To, I grew up eating veal. Like yeah. you know, veal parmesan from the pizza place like every week. Mm-hmm. And then as you get older and you find out what it is, like how the hell I eat that every week. Yeah, my sister Terrible. does not like us eating veal. Yeah, no, I get it. I I totally get it. So, um, yeah, no, I hear lamb. I'm like, I don't. I have no idea what that even looks like, what it tastes like, what it yeah. smells like. I've never had it once in my life. I have seen the lamb that looks like lamb chops, where they got the. I think it's lamb chops, where they have the bone sticking out, and it's sure just a piece of lamb meat, and it, sure. it looks red, and it looks you know cooked like regular beef, right. But, yeah, I'm not making lamb. I was shocked by how many people were like, yes, when I made lamb and growing up eating lamb and lamb, 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 lamb. Lamb, lamb, ding, ding, dong. Lamb, 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 ding, dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only other pl- time I ever hear lamb is when on, like, the streets Mary, of New York. She had a little one? She had a very small one. <laughs> it was white, very white, though. Um, you is, think that song was a, was a cover for something else? <laughs> Mary had. Let me think about it. Let me do the lyrics. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Everywhere that Mary went, her lamb was sure to go. I don't recall the rest. That's enough. But you're saying like maybe the lamb was a maybe. Well, maybe it was about her area. Hmm. You never know. Let me run that through again. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> its fleece was white as snow. Everywhere right. that Mary went, her lamb would surely go. <laughs> that would be true. Never know. I only say that because we, we hear about all these songs from the right. 60s. And they don't. They mean different things. <laughs> right. Who knows what that meant? Yeah. The Puff the Ma- Magic Dragon. About right? Weed. <laughs> sure. So Mary and the Little Lamb, maybe weed, it was about weed, something weed. else. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I think Andrew Dice Clay did that. Mary had a little lamb. What's <laughs> 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 her vagina? <laughs> Is that true or are you making that up? Well, I know he did used to do those nursery rhymes. <laughs> I don't know if he ever did Mary. Yeah, Mary, Mary, quite contrary. <laughs> Boy, there was no one bigger than Dice, when, than Dice Clay in that era. Yes, he was pretty big. That guy was enormous. <laughs> and he wore the jacket and the sunglasses, the cigarette. <laughs> he was cool. And now, what is he doing? Good Lord knows. Right. I'm sh- and I'm sure he probably does well when he has shows right. in Atlantic he's City. He's playing clubs. Right, he's playing clubs again. Right, I mean, but back right. in the day, he could have he could have sold out uh, a Barclay Center. Right, he was doing the Garden, held definitely Brooklyn. Right, Ooh. sure. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. But lamb is also used in... Uh, We're still like, in the lamb, huh? Yeah, the gyros. <laughs> okay, I see, I've never had... I see the trucks all over the place. I've never had one. Some people say gyros. Hero. Hero? Hero. <laughs> the gyro. I hero. guess you could say gyro. My cousins in California call them heroes. But they're spelled like gyro? Yeah. They pronounce the G as a Y. Okay. Heroes. Hero. Hero. Heroes. Hero. But that is lamb meat. That thing that's I on didn't the know that. spigot. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. had that. I don't know. Why don't, you start, a, why don't you start a lamb uh, restaurant? <laughs> a little lamb shop. <laughs> uh, what can we get here? Just lamb. I had a great idea for like I was in the pool yesterday or maybe Saturday, whatever it was. And, and I was just thinking came to you. 
I well, I mean, the idea came to me because I went to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning, and the line was just ridiculous. And I'm thinking, but what a nice way to go through life if you have a nice coffee shop, mm-hmm. you have nice people. We always talk about kick-ass Wi-Fi. Kick-ass. I said to my wife, what a nice way. Oh, and I looked next door, and there were the people were at the bar outside already. Mm-hmm. I thought, what a nice way to go through life, like a coffee, coffee house type of, you know. Um, place where you have live music at night, where you've got a liquor license, not for people to come and get drunk, but to kind of add to the coffee or maybe just have the nice casual drink with the nice person playing the acoustic guitar. Yeah. That sounds like so such a nice place to be, a nice atmosphere. It does. You know, I'm thinking, why are we not doing that? Or, and then today you had the idea for a lamb restaurant. Or a lamb shop. Now you could have the lamb shop. <laughs> Instead of calling it lamb chop, it's lamb shop. Yes. The Lamb Shop. Yeah. Welcome to the Lamb Shop. (laughs) What else do I have written here? Uh, The entire time we were doing the show today, there were some dudes playing volleyball across the the street on the beach. That's cool. Uh, Two on two. They were quite good. I'm sure they are. There's there's, there's beach volleyball leagues. Adult beach volleyball leagues. Here's what I couldn't grasp, and, and I would have been calling penalties. You know when the guys do, when they try to do the setup to set up the their partner to spike yes. it? Were they going over the net? No, but they were doing the two hands. Like when the ball was coming down, the guy would do two hands to push it back up right. to set up. But it almost looked like they were grabbing. Catching and tossing? Yeah, like quickly. Yeah. But their feel, I felt like there was catching and tossing. I would and have I, to see some professional beach yeah. volleyball players to see if that is a thing. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like that. But otherwise, they were very athletic. You see a lot of people playing spike ball on the beach. Yeah. Did you know that was a Shark Tank product? I did not. Neither did I. How about that? Shark. That came up on Amazon as one of the Shark Tank uh, products. I was I, surprised. I see that a lot. And I thought they were the same company, but I don't think they are. I, the Frisbee Jam Cam or something it's called. That's That was a Shark Tank one, too? It was, I don't know. They seem oh. like they, I feel like they came out the same time. They used the same colors, black and yellow. Right. I kind of Could feel be. like it was the same product. That would be very smart. I remember I got, I got Craig for Christmas one year, the spike ball. Right. The box sat in his office for like two years. <laughs> Is it still there? <laughs> <laughs> no one's been to the office in years, Jerry. By the way, today is one year. That Craig was in jail? He went in the Monday after Father's Day last year. Is that right? Yes. He spent Father's Day with his family and then wow. uh, he went on Mon- the Monday after. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't realize that. I did not realize that. Yes. I'm hearing some rumors about him. Are you? Yep. Okay. That he might be getting out soon. I hope he does. I hope he does. That's what I'm hearing. I sent him an email last week just saying, hey. Hey, hey, hey. He did not say I'm getting out soon. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, a nice response back. Okay. All was good. But, yeah, I I realized uh, yesterday because it was Father's Day, I realized, wow, it's a full year now. Yeah. I did not quick. know that. I did not yeah. know that was after Father's Day. No, I did not know that. Okay. Um, oh, then I was reminded there used to be a volleyball. Well, I was watching these guys play volleyball. There yeah. was a volleyball video game for, I think, it was either in television or Atari. In television. Wow. Yeah. And I remember it being pretty cool. I mean, I don't like, I don't remember that. They were like stick figures, of course, because that was a okay. video game back then. But you could right. do setups and spikes. That's interesting. That's I one to, I don't remember. We used to play uh, volleyball in gym class in high school. Did you do that too? We did. 
we actually did, which was one of the cooler things, it didn't turn out so good, but we did a volleyball marathon for charity, an overnight one. First oh. time I ever stayed up all night. I want to say... For the children. For whoever. Might have been sophomore year, I want to say. And the thing that was killer about it was my dad had tickets to, to a Devils game, like third row. And it was the closest I had ever sat for a hockey game the next day. And it was a 1 p.m. game. And I stayed up all night, played volleyball. I remember he came and got me at 8 a.m., went home, took a nap for like three hours or so, went to the game, fell asleep in the car at the game, and then was sleeping at the game. Like I could not keep my eyes. I was yeah. so excited for this game, too. And I remember at one point he's like, if you want to go, we can just go. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Back out. It was really tough. night volleyballer. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was the first time I ever stayed up all night. What was your um, what was the best part of your volleyball game? Like where do you think you were strongest? Serving. Really? Yeah, I couldn't do anything else. Did you do overhead or underhand serve? Uh I think I did both actually. I would do both depending upon who I was trying to hit it at. Okay. But that's a long a, time that's a long time ago. It was nineteen ninety. I was a pretty good blocker up front, like when dudes would try to spike it. Right, sure. Yeah, I was pretty good at blocking. I don't know. I don't know how I was good at that, but I was. Those long, thin arms of yours. Yeah, I would just, be just knocking down spikes left and right. You got into the path of the the flight path of the volleyball. I did. Got right in you, the flight path. You should get into it. that beach volleyball. You'd like that. Yeah, but now guys do it shirtless and they're tanned and oiled up. It's well. Well, you know what's amazing about that, Al, is one day in the sun and you'll be tanned too. That's true. Do you ever think of like that? Muscular. They're like, you know, they're the, they're the, they're the, you know how like the beach has hot, hot looking women in bikinis. Oh, sure. Of course. The male version of that is volleyball players. Got it. Understood. So I can't get in the mix on that, Jerry. Unless there's like a 50 and over league, then I'll get in the mix. I'm sure you can find one. I guarantee it. Then there's also a guy I see every morning around the eight o'clock or so. Uh, He goes up to the boardwalk to jog. He looks just like Jim Rome. Did you ask him? No, but like I, when I first time I saw him, I was like, "Is it possible Jim Rome's vacationing at the Jersey Shore?" Not really. But then I started thinking, any kind of like shorter guy with somewhat curly black hair and a goatee, I think, looks like Jim Rome. Rome or Adam Shine? The Shine have the goatee. He doesn't have the goatee, but he's got that black curly yeah. hair, and he's short like Rome is. Yeah. So if we put a, a goatee on on Shine, then you got both of them. Right, and then if we shaved Rome's goatee, he would look like Shine. There you go. How come you didn't bring up the uh, the man with the seven-foot-tall penis? Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, you're too focused so, on the dogs. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Jerry. That's fair. Yeah, a Wilton, New York man was arrested for displaying a seven-foot-tall wooden penis statue in his front yard. Now, why would you do this? Well, he was upset that the town that he lives in they put a work stoppage on his workshop he was making like a wood workshop okay and i don't know about permits or if coronavirus they 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 put a work stoppage on him so he so that was his big fu yeah his big fu was he took a uh a big piece of wood and carved it into a penis and i think he even had balls too <laughs> which right, so i that's think fun. what what he did is he took like uh you know you take like a stump and if you cut it so that, like, you know remember when Craig made, like, a cheese plate out of a stump? I do remember that, yes. Yeah, well, he cut those so they were circular-looking and then put them on uh, on the at the bottom of the penis to be balls. 
That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so he was arrested for that. Wow. Turns out you can't display a seven-foot-tall wooden penis in your front yard in Wilton, New York. Well, and you're not was, moving there now, are you? <laughs> uh, no, no. They don't allow that, Jerry. What else won't they allow? <laughs> it's funny. And I've been watching uh, on Twitter on the following the News 12 personalities that I follow. There's a, a man who's perched himself up on a ride in Seaside Heights and it's not com- he's protesting something. He's not coming down until he gets a meeting with the police chief. Yeah, good for him. I hope he stays up there for a month. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Stupid. It's amazing know how many he's... of these people are out of work and have all this time. Yeah. And how did he get up there? Uh, who knows? Great question. Hope we, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's I, cameras that can show somehow that he climbed up there. I hope it ends in arrest, Jerry. You love a good arrest. Oh. Have you arrest. seen what's going on in Seattle? Yeah. Holy moly. You don't need to comment on it, but wow. I, I was not aware of this until uh, Friday afternoon. I've been reading about it all weekend. Well, what's interesting is the mayor of Seattle, she seems very happy with what's going on, that it's it's tremendous. I mean, people were shot and killed there over the yeah. weekend. Right. Terrible. Anyway, all right, I got to go. Anywho. Uh, Jerry, the warm-up program is next. That was a good one today. Mondays are always busy. It was not busy bad. Busy show. Busy yeah. show. All right, uh, warm up next. So. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. All right, and here we go on a Monday. It is officially summer. We have turned the page from the crappy spring to what is hopefully a better summer. Al Dukes down the shore. What's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. It's also nail salons opening up today, so I could go get my pedicure that I haven't been able to get in months and months. Uh, you could get your haircut, Jerry, without doing it at home in your bathroom with a mirror, and you could get that neck tattoo you've been waiting and waiting on through this pandemic it's all opening up jerry good ready to I, go i went out to dinner uh what night did i go out saturday night saturday no uh yeah saturday evening and then i went out to lunch sunday so uh, i'm out there jerry i'm out amongst the people i'm uh, b- b- partaking in outdoor dining don't you hate outdoor diner Dining. I do. I do hate outdoor dining, but the only thing I hate more than outdoor dining is no dining, Jerry. So I will go and support my local business. Not so bad, is it? It's not terrible if you go at the right time. Actually, both times, although I did uh, Saturday night when I went out, I wore like a, you know, essentially almost a winter coat. Like I was like, mm, it's probably going to be chilly. Let me bundle up. So that was a little awkward to be in June and me be the only one there. Um, you know, wearing a coat. That's what happens when you weigh 113 pounds. Yeah, it gets a uh, not a lot of not a lot of fat to uh, no. protect me, Jerry. Runs right through you. Yeah, it runs right through me. So uh, the problem's going to be if when I want to get a pedicure now, it's probably going to be like take forever to get an appointment because everybody's been uh, you know ladies and the few gentlemen that do that sort of thing. Um, well, call enough places, you'll find a place that'll take you. Jerry, I need top of the line. They may not be very good, but they'll take you. <laughs> I need top of the not line nail salons for when I go for my, my manic. I call it a manic. Oh, wait. I was going to say I call it a manicure, but that's when they do your nails. Yeah. I call it a pedicure, a man pedicure. Enjoy. How'd you do your Father's Day yesterday? What'd you do? Anything exciting? Did you grill? Were you a grill master? We were home. You were, we home. were home. Yeah, we were home. We, I, you know, it's, we were expecting rain. At least one of the forecasts on Thursday said. 
So we didn't do um, the family thing. We're going to do that uh, later in the week. But, oh. uh, you know, we were home, had a good time. We were in the pool. It was uh, it was good. It was a did beautiful you, day. Did you barbecue? Uh, yeah, but just put chicken on the grill. It wasn't like it was any big deal. Right. Chicken on the grill. A little barbecue Very sauce. A uh, little bit. Yep. A little bit. A little pineapple. A little pineapples on Ooh. top. It was actually was pretty good. Right? Yeah, it was good. Fresh and sliced then, pineapples? Yeah. It was okay. good. And then uh, they got the the Carvel cake, not Fudgy the Whale, but a I had never seen Carvel do this. It was a cookie ice cream cake. It was tremendous. Was it Cookie Puss? No, it was a, literally it was a it was a she was a cookie sheet with ice cream in the middle. It was like a large oh. chip witch, is how I would describe I it. I love a large chip witch. It was I gotta tell you, it was tremendous. It was really mm-hmm. good. At first, I was like, all right, I would have preferred a regular Carvel cake, but then one bite of this was like, woof, you it was were pretty in. good. Yeah, totally in. That's yeah, pretty good. I don't know good. if they do cookie puss anymore. He used to uh, speak like a space alien, and his nose was an ice cream cone with ice cream on it. I'm not sure. I haven't been in Carvel since last year, so I have no idea. And maybe mm. even before then, actually. Cookie puss. Just don't even know. But yeah, it was nice. It was, it was a good. It was actually a great weekend. I had a good time. Okay, good. This says uh, cookie puss was a 1970s situation. Oh. That's and a long that, time uh, ago. That I, I, I don't think it, uh, is, it is anymore, Jerry. I believe so the Fudgy cr- the Whale is really just taking over. Yes. Uh, Fudgy the Whale is still available. Uh, during the 1980s, Cookie Puss was repurposed to serve as a cake for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> believe it or not, Jerry, Cookie Opus. <laughs> <laughs> Which this, this says continues to be sold around St. Patrick's Day. Really? The Cookie Opus. I never knew. That I'll have to go right. check it out next. Remember, this St. Patrick's Day was a complete mess. Yeah. So we'll have to check it out next St. Patrick's Day, assuming right. that uh, we're not in the same situation we're in. Because this St. Patrick's Day, no cookie or puss was probably even sold because they, there were, was, they were no, closed. Nothing. There was yeah. nothing this St. Patrick's nothing. Day. Nothing. We worked from home and did nothing. Jerry, I trolled some people on Twitter. Some people are it's so easy to like get, get a reaction sometimes from people on Twitter. I tweeted that uh, it was my first dog Father's Day and that... Raising a dog is more difficult than raising a child. Now, you oh, would geez. think people would understand I was joking. I would think you would have gotten a lot of LOLs on Twitter. I got a lot of dogs are so much easier than kids. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> a kid this, a kid that. And then, uh, uh, you know, some people got the uh, joke and were, agree- you know, fighting back with those people going, no way getting a dog <laughs> to, you know. You have to walk a dog. You don't have to walk a kid. <laughs> dog, kids eventually leave the house. Dogs do not. You know, that it's a whole true. bunch of that. But it was a, uh, it was fun to see the people who thought I was being for reals, as they say, Jerry. So you I mean, see, that's the problem with texting, tweeting, <laughs> whatever. You yeah. can never tell. You know the the content that you're putting something out with. Yeah. Or the or the intent. It's so funny. Like you can't. You know, there's no smile, no smirk, there's no nothing. And people just look at the words and try, well, is he being like, serious? Is, is he joking? For real? Is he angry? Ay, ay, ay. That's try funny. having a kid and then you'll know. I got to be honest. If I saw that, I would not think you were being serious. How could right. you? Thank you, Jerry. That's funny. Well, <laughs> you, you, are, you know when people are joking when they're not. You have a brain in your head. Sometimes. No, you know what? Sometimes it's tough to, to figure not. it out. It, I mean, something like that is obviously goofy. Right. Like, I cannot imagine someone, anybody, really oh. thinking you're serious. Oh, I had many. Um, uh, then again, I'm not surprised, I right. guess. This this whole social media thing. Good Lord. Jerry, when I woke up on, I think it was Sunday, when I was like, let me go, let me check in on the sports news. 
Ugh. I saw a whole bunch of like coronavirus related sports news because yeah. Florida is stupid. So a spike in Florida cases threatening the NBA's Orlando bubble, as they say, Jerry. They had did you see if you add up the numbers Fridays now? We got this is this is where I talk about the no nonsense news network. Yeah. The no so, nonsense. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday combined, they had almost twelve thousand new cases. Okay. It's a big number. It's a very big number. But what does not get reported, I guess, is that hospitalizations are flat. All right. So people are getting it. They're getting tested. They're getting it. They appear to be, and someone in my life has had it Mm -hmm. and was pretty much asymptomatic, but got it because someone he worked with had it, Um, went through the two weeks, had no issues at all, and is kind of back on track now, and the two weeks are over, and he isolated and did all that stuff. But everything I'm reading is that the hospitalizations are are flat, meaning there's been no rise in people getting, you know, seriously sick. There, I mean, people, the numbers wise, people are still going to get sick. You understand my point? Yes. But it's not like it's, you know, that the hospital numbers are surging. Um, so, like, that's the good part of it. The bad part of it is that there's twelve thousand people that contracted it over the weekend. And now, to your point, now the NBA is all in on Orlando. Now what? Now maybe they're not. Like, oh, I'm telling you, man, this is – I don't know if we're seeing baseball. I don't know if we're seeing basketball this year. I really don't. I told you – the what did I tell you Friday? I'm only confident in the NHL, NASCAR, and golf. That's Not even it. the NFL. I don't know. I I don't know. The thing that can that really concerns me about the football is what we've been talking about. We played that clip on Friday is, you know, from uh, J.C. Treader talking about how football was made to basically pass around the virus. Oh, right, because we're – Diving on top of each other. I mean, I, it's that's the one sport that I've always been concerned about. I really have. I really figured they they could find a way to play the basketball and that whole bubble type theory, uh, thing. I kind of felt like maybe by November when college basketball came around, they'd have it somewhat under um, under control. But football really concerns me. I don't know. I really don't know. Every day you feel like there's baseball. Now there's no baseball. You feel like there's basketball. Now you're concerned there's no basketball. Who the hell knows? I Really, so because, who knows? So because of Florida, Major League Baseball Players Association is delaying their vote on this 60-game situation from MLB, which they're not uh, going to change, they say. Right. Do I have that correct? That um, Major League Baseball is not – they're standing firm on 60 games – and the Players Association has the vote on that, but because of the outbreaks in Florida, they've, they've delayed it. They've delayed. Yes, that is correct. And now and, you look at the days. You know, today's June twenty first. Now, I mean, you're twenty second. Wow. Sorry, you're How starting. About that? You're getting to a point now where, you know, if you want to get sixty games in, you get going here. If you got to be done by September twenty seventh, this you know, if that's June the target date kind of flew by under the radar. The whole, you know June what? June 22nd, what are we doing? Let's Nothing. live life. That's what we're doing. Nothing. I need to live life, Jerry. You we are. You're living to, down the shore. What are you talking about? We need to get out. Get some, but it still feels like we haven't hit summer yet. Did you get that guess, pasty white skin of yours all uh, burnt and oh, tan I'm this weekend tan, on the Jerry. beach? I am tan. I am tan in spots that you can see. I am not tan on my chest. So I've eliminated the, uh, the possibility of me removing my shirt uh, in the summer because... Mm. My goofy. arms are very tan. My neck, my head, my bald head. But very your shoulders, tan. your back, and your chest, white. Very white. Yeah. And hairy. Like, I have not taken a trimmer to my chest in a long time. It is, really? Oh, yeah. It's a bad What scene. are you doing? You've got all the time in the world. 
Yeah, uh, something something about the, the you know the, a dog peeking in and seeing me trimming my chest. That, Shut the door. I could do that. <laughs> and I did just get that new Dyson vacuum. I could suck up my hairs. That's right. How's that working out? Pretty good, <laughs> Pretty right? Good. Yeah, I'm very happy with See, it. See, I told you. It's so good, Jerry. I go on this one. You know, I don't have carpeting, so I have a, a couple of rugs. It's so powerful. I can't even go on the rugs because it sucks. It wants yes. to suck up the rug. It well, you thinks got a the thin rug, rug, huh? It thinks the yeah. It thinks the rug is like is like dirt, and it wants to suck it right up. Yep. I got yeah, all sorts need... of attachments. I don't even know what they do. Use the attachments. You'll be fine. This attachment does this. This atta- there's an attachment for everything. A little hand vacuum. It's you'll be fine. Very. I, I have so many so many accessories for it, Jerry. I had a I have a little bag with my vacuum accessories in it. I'll say to myself, "Go now, run and fetch my ba- my vacuum accessories bag." <laughs> Who are you talking to? The dog. Oh, God. It's just me and the dog here. <laughs> Your life has really become something, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and dog. <laughs> uh, and Yankees and Mets, Jerry. If baseball does resume, they're going to their spring training is going to be at City Field and the Yankee Stadium. Evidently, I hated this headline. This was Saturday, I think. Yeah. What was the be- headline? Well, it was just that you know. Yankees and Mets to try spring training at their in New York at City Field in the Yankee Stadium. My friend, I'm like, awesome. They struck a deal. Here we go. And then I'm reading the article. I was like, if they come to if. an agreement. I'm, a lot of I ifs. honestly cannot believe we're sitting here on Monday morning. And I've said this how many times? <laughs> many weeks now. But think about where we were Wednesday afternoon, where we thought they had an agreement to play. And here we are on Monday, five days later. Not only is there no agreement. It seems like the players hate the owners even more than they did, which I didn't think was possible. And now you're going to have the owner, or the commissioner, going to have to implement this season that they're not going to want to play, and they'll right. file the grievance. And I mean, we're going just in circles. Meantime, the whole world's falling apart, and baseball can't figure out their money. I mean, God. they should have given a nice gift to, for the fathers yesterday, Jerry, for Father's Day. Baseball's yeah, well, returning. That's not happening. Nor is the now. dream of baseball on the Fourth of July weekend happening. Nor is baseball even right. happening as we know it, for God's sake. Fourth of July baseball. Yeah, not happening. You better hope for golf. That's Nick Watney tested positive on the tour. Who's this now? Nick, Nick Watney? Watney. Yeah, never Fry- heard so it was very interesting. Well, he's, a, he's a good player. What was interesting was he played Thursday, and he shows up on Friday, and according to Sergio Garcia, who flew to the tournament with him, um, it was Garcia's private plane, so they flew together. He says that Watney had a, you know, one of these fitness trackers. Yeah. The tracker was showing some sort of abnormal respiratory conditions. I, I know, I've never heard of this. I mean, the, all the fitness trackers I've had just are counting your steps, and you know, I don't know what the hell he was using. But so because of that, even though he felt totally fine, and remember, he was tested Wednesday when he got there, or Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever he got there, and was negative. So he went to the tour officials and said, listen, my tracker's showing this. Maybe I should get tested again. They test him. Three hours later, he was uh, positive. Coronavirus? Yeah, and so he had a withdrawal. Meantime, he was on the putting green. He was walking around. Oh. But I had not heard any news of anybody else testing positive, so that's a good thing. I need to know what kind of tracker he has if it's the uh, case. I want to say it was a cor- whoop. Showing coronavirus. A whoop? A whoop tracker. W-H-O-O-P, I believe is what a the story said. tracker. Yeah, if I, that I'm pretty sure that's what it was, but I don't, I don't understand exactly what it, what it's recording. Let's see, Whoop Fitness. So oh, here, yeah, Jerry, right it's up. the world's most powerful fitness uh, tracker. So what is? Oh, is it made by Garmin? Is that who? How much does Whoop cost? Thirty dollars a month. Oh, you got to pay a monthly maintenance fee. 
Really? So I got $18 yeah. a month. You got 30 Huh. Well, I got a better deal you than you, must have I got guess. some deal, Jerry. <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, we got to take our first break. When mean? we come back, we're going we're gonna to talk Cookie more puss? about what? Cookie puss? No, I think we're beyond that. I mean, if you want to, that's fine, but I think we're kind of beyond that. We'll get you something. We get a whole lot of good stuff, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. And we do so on a Monday morning, 523, coming up on 524. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock as we open up a new week. Uh, I'm looking at this whoop strap. Um, a little free plug for this here as we were talking whoop. about Nick Watney from the uh, PGA Tour. So it's very interesting as it basically tracks your your sleep for the most part and your heartbeat and stuff like that. But what I found interesting, Al, because we I think we've talked about this before, is what do you do when you really haven't had a good night's sleep? Do you work out? Do you not work out? Like, that's one question I've always had. When I'm, you know, I've had nights where I've come back from a Rutgers trip, as you know, sleep an hour or two, you work, you go home, and then it's like, do you work out, but your body's exhausted? I'll tell you what, from looking at this, that's almost like it's a giant no. Like, if your body is not rested, it gives you like a, a red light that says your body needs recovery before yeah. you can do any strenuous activity. You need a and, nap first. Yeah, and so this actually suggests, based upon your sleep habits and where you are, should you nap, when to nap, how long to nap before you should work out. Very interesting. The whoop strap. Yeah, pretty, the tells, whoop strap 3.0. If I was them, I'd go right to advertising. Like, we found coronavirus in a professional golfer, so we're be- the best strap around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I better be careful that they found Hi. it. But yes, they certainly led to it. Hi, do you have coronavirus? Not sure. Get a whoop strap. <laughs> that might we work found, now. We found it. Did you see the Italian uh, doctor that basically said this coronavirus is uh, withering away? He says fake news said. Not fake news said. He just he believes from seeing what he is seeing, even with the increased numbers, that the level of the virus is way down from where it was. Like earlier it was killing people at an alarming rate and that he is seeing the you know the severity of it way down and thinks it's just going to be, you know, another virus we have to deal with but thinks it could even just be gone in a few months. I'm like, man, where's this guy? Yeah, let's make him the new Dr. Fauci. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but yeah. Yeah, you do have there are definitely different opinions on this thing, that's for sure. And I want to give a quick update to a story you heard earlier here in the warm-up show. Uh, Maria Accardi uh, tweeted to me that she has purchased Cookie Pusses the last two birthdays for her nephew. So it's not just Cookie Opus for uh, St. Patrick's Day. And she uh, sent photos as well. It's a it's a beautiful-looking ice cream cake. Okay. You get well. You get two flying saucers for eyeballs. An ice cream cone for the nose, and then the cake like around it. It's it's a ter- it looks terrific. Cookie puss, cookie <laughs> puss. Well, I've never seen this before. The cookie puss. Oh, it's very no. big in the seventies. Cookie o puss. I Fred. see the. I'm looking at the cookie o puss. That's fine. I don't cookie think I've puss. ever seen this ice cream cake before in any Carvel I've ever been. Yeah. In. I'm surprised Boomer goes for Fudgy the Whale over Cookie Puss. Yeah, interesting. Well, Fudgy is pretty damn good though. Yeah, Fudgy's good. You that chocolate topping. Yeah, I mean it's awesome. What do you make of Jamal Adams, Jerry? Now he's interested in would, quote, love to join Tom Brady's Buccaneers. And the Cowboys. And the Cowboys. So that's the big story this morning in Jamal Adams land. There's a video of some dude yelling to Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is in 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 his car 
you know, cruising through a parking lot, leaving a, a store or something, and a guy in yelled, Dallas, I believe. Okay, and the guy yelled, "The ones he come to the Cowboys," and he yelled back, "Trying." Yeah, I'm hmm. trying, man. I'm trying. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. He's from that area. Um, I believe he probably wants to be there. The one thing that's it's funny, you don't want to give in because you've got a great player under contract. But you also wonder, like, the guy, guy doesn't want to be here. Right. Get and you can out. tell me all you want about, well, he just wants a contract. That's fine. But there's, I don't know. You hear him, you're hearing all these stories about, I'd rather play here. I'd like to go there. I mean, it's almost like he's checked out already. Yeah. Check like, that. That concerns me. Toss him. If I was a Jet fan. Now, you could say that, or you could say he's going to go out and play lights out because he wants his contract. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure which one it is. I don't know him. I don't know anything about him other than what I see on the field. But one thing seems clear. He wants out. Right. You now, know? So do you go? Do you execute that, or do you just say, listen, deal with it, and then worry about what he is when he comes back? Now, he said he would love to join the Buccaneers, who have – Two players tested positive for COVID-19. Yes, I saw you put on the show sheet today. It was a Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. I was trying to get that rumor started that it's Brady and Gronk have coronavirus. Ay, ay, ay. This coronavirus, man. Did you see that there were four or five Philly players that have it? Did I did see, see that? that, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. What a if I mess. Was, if I was working down in Tampa, Tampa Sports Radio, my roots, Jerry, that's where I began, I'd immediately go, I can't reveal my source. But my sources say the two Buccaneer players with coronavirus is Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. You'd be fired. No, no, my, I have sources. Yeah, sure. Okay. I would just go. I mean, sources, sources are great if you're a reporter. Yeah, I'd be a report. I'd say, I, I would say, here's what I would say. Oh, you're not talking about radio producer extraordinaire putting that out there. No, you're no, no. If like you were I, a reporter. I was, if I, no, if I was hosting, I would say, listen, Ugh. I don't know if this is true or not. But I talked to a reporter who told me that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are the two Buccaneer players with coronavirus. I don't know how true it is. Don't know how true it is. I wonder if he gets sued for that. <laughs> I don't think so. It's like, just speculation. The, it, uh, my point is if they don't have it. Right. Like, who are you to be putting that rumor out there? Who the hell are you to right. say such a thing? Because you can hide behind the whole, my yeah, sources. sources, blah, 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 blah. Well, you better have a source and back it up. <laughs> could I, if I had, a, if I got brought into court, could I just say, uh, Your Honor, I cannot reveal my sources? Yeah, but uh, sure. But a court can also uh, ask for your phone, and then like, I see all your records. Like, all right, show us the email, show us the uh, the phone call to who. Like, we want to know where. What does it mean? Like when people go, I plead the fifth. I know that means they don't don't. Have you don't to have talk. to talk to incriminate yourself. So I don't ever. Like, I, once I, you plead the fifth, you're done. <laughs> so I go to court. I get called up to the stand. I go. I plead the fifth. Uh, you might have to that I'm going to be guilty because you, you don't you because you don't want to commit. Um, what's it called when you lie under oath? What the hell's the perjury? Word yes, you don't want to commit perjury. Okay, so you plead the fifth. That was the whole Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Remember? Yeah. Yes. He yes. pled the fifth on everything. Right. Are your girlfriends 12 years old? I plead the fifth. I would love to. He goes, I would love to answer that question, but I plead the fifth. <laughs> yes. Because he doesn't want to further incriminate himself. Right. Whoever came up with that? Pleading the fifth? Yeah, like you're under oath. Answer the, the damn question. Right. Right. Yes or no? Yes. It's like we gave, the, we gave you another out. Why? Yeah. Even though it makes you look bad. Who did that? The founding fathers gave uh, us that other out? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No yeah, idea. if we only just didn't have the Fifth Amendment. 
I feel and then, like of course, get... if only people told the truth, which, I mean, humans are, you know, trash. <laughs> so well, you're not going to get that anyway. When we, t- when we say we'll have people put their hand on the Bible, like Eddie's not a religious guy. He'd be like, right. sure, I'll put my hand on the Bible. Then I'll lie <laughs> under oath because who cares? Um, it means nothing to him. Right. So why I'm do, sure I there's feel... a lot of people that aren't religious that do that. Right. If you're a murderer, you're probably also not a religious person. Um, I would guess. That's the weird thing. I don't know about that. That's true. And then when you go to jail for life on death row, then you start being religious. So then you could get into heaven if there's a heaven. A lot of people find find religion in times of need and desperation and as they get older. Right, wrong, or indifferent. That is one thing. That's why if you, and I know you don't, uh, but I think your girlfriend does, if you go to church on a Sunday, most of the people that are there are older people. Yeah. And you do see families. You do see families. But mostly it's, you know, it's the older generation. Right. As we get closer to our demise, our, our demise, we go, hmm, maybe I get figure this out. <laughs> I was very cocky all these years. Now I've got a lot of wrinkles. Time to jump in head first. <laughs> yeah. Let me dig into this Bible that I've never really looked Have into. you ever read any passages of the Bible? No. I wish I, I wish I was... I, I love these guys. There used to be like these talk show hosts in Florida that were experts at the Bible just because a lot of callers to these talk shows used to use the Bible as an argument, right? Okay. So they'd, they'd say, well, I'm against this because it says this in the Bible. So uh, this one guy, Bob Lasseter, down in uh, the Tampa area, he, he like became an expert on the Bible even though he wasn't a religious guy. He just used it in his arguments on air against people who would— Say the Bible says this. Really? Yeah. Boy, the the Bible's like two thousand pages. I know. I don't know how you you get through it. Forget to get through it. How do you remember enough passages to be able to to have those, you know, on the spot arguments? That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's kind of like the whole photographic mind thing that I've never had. And I used to remember when I used to work with Joe on the overnight. uh, I mean, I knew him before that, but when I when I really got to work with him every day. And he would work. There was, I forget who it was, and I've told this story before. There was a player on the Raiders that he had on, an ex an ex Raider from the 1970s. I don't remember who it was. And it was before like a big Raider Jet game on Sunday. And so to kind of just talk Raiders, Jets, he had this guy on. I think he lived in New Jersey or New York, but a former Raider from the mid 70s. And he's in the middle of the conversation and he was um, recounting a game from like 1976 and these plays that this guy made and after joe did the whole song and dance there was like silence and the guy's like i don't remember any of that oh (laughs) like no idea so we went and you know back at back then we were talking 1998 99 i had to go get the book the football book that we had we had like the baseball reference book we had the football books in the newsroom and like the stats they weren't spot on but he was so close to the amount of tackles the guy had it was ridiculous i've never had that ability to remember anything and so to think that you could remember 2,000 pages of the Bible or specific passages, I mean, it's, it's impressive to me because I, I can't do that. Hmm. And I yeah, wish I, I could. No like, I don't know about you, but I can't watch a movie and then all of a sudden do the movie lines. Like, Craig was really good at that. Like, he would remember movie lines from movies from 1984. Yeah, I, I, I told you the other day, I, like, I was, uh, like, I followed every single thing about the Mets in the 80s, like every single thing. And I told you the other night I put on SNY that had game six against the Astros. Yeah, I was watching that on uh, Fox the other day. 
And I was like, hmm, who, I wonder who wins this game. Oh, God. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, no spoilers for me. This is going to be a great ball game. I will tell you, though, what I did not remember. It's funny you bring that up because I was watching it on Saturday. It was on Fox. They played it again on yeah. Channel 5. I did not remember Billy Hatcher hitting a home run off Jesse Orozco in the 14th inning of that game. Yeah, I, see, I don't recall that either. And it's funny because so McCarver is the the analyst on the game. And he specifically says whatever Orozco does or is going to do, you can't come up and in on him because he's going to turn on it. The next pitch was up and in, and he hits a line drive down the line that was a foul home run. It would have been a home run, but it was foul by like 20 feet to the left. And then he's like, see, I told you, you can't come up and in on him. The next pitch was a breaking ball off the plate. And then he comes up and in, and he crushes it for a home run off the foul pole. I'm like, well, look at Tim McCarver. He called yeah. it before. He was Tony Romo yes. before there was Tony Romo. How about that? Very interesting. We got to take a break. The only thing I remember on. from the 86 Mets is that Mookie Wilson hit a ball that went through Bill Buckner's legs. That <laughs> I still have a memory of. And, well, and the score was tied at the time. If you say so, Jerry. It was. And then they, they won it on that. But people, Oh, think yeah, they, Ray Knight comes running through. Right. They had already come back and tied the game. We do forget about that. Mm. We have to take a break. Mm. It is 25 in front of 6 on the fan and, uh, well, CBS Sports Network at 6 o'clock. And then Boomer and Geo then to kick off your Monday. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, coming up on a quarter to 6 o'clock here on a Monday morning. You know, one thing that I did see, Al, over the weekend, and I was actually impressed by it. I watched a little bit of the Premier League soccer where they pumped in the crowd noise and they offered other options to watch if you wanted to watch on the app to where it would be no crowd noise and you're just seeing the game as it was. But i got to tell you something. If this is what football is going to do if they play, um, not terrible because what they did was they kept the camera shot pretty tight on the field. And watching the game, and not that I knew what the hell I was watching, it seemed pretty normal. It was, for as in, in terms of a viewing experience, not bad. So fake crowd noise, not terrible. It wasn't. It actually, you felt like you were just watching a game. So I didn't think it was, you know, at first I didn't love the idea. But as I've said with the baseball, they're going to play in empty stadiums if they ever play. I've always said just keep the camera shot tight and you just feel like you're watching a baseball game. Um, for atmosphere, no issue at all. None. Yeah, I think I'd be all right with fake crowd noise. Yeah, because it's just, you know, there's no different than just what you're watching anyway. So I didn't think it was awful. I thought that was actually pretty good. I saw that Saturday. How uh, how long did you stick with this soccer? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Longer than I would have uh, been able to hang in there. (laughs) You were like, I'm out of here. No one's scoring. (laughs) I mean, you know. I, I, again, I didn't like soccer when I played it as a kid, so it's not like I'm picking on it. I just It's just never been my thing. I just don't enjoy it. Right. Because you're uh, like most Americans, you the kids like to play it, but they don't like to watch it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I remember when I was a kid, and you know, we were talking about oh, soccer is going to take over youth. You know, the 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 sports landscape as yeah. we get older because the kids are playing it. It's never really happened. I mean, it's popular as hell for the young kids to play it, but I'm telling you, like MLS has never taken off here. It's not that it's bad. But it's never become like a very popular sport like football or baseball or basketball. Kids even love to play the video game F- FIFA. Yeah, the very popular. Love yeah, it. absolutely. That was one of the first real popular video games, at least for my friends. Before, yeah. before they even got into Madden, they were into that FIFA soccer. They loved it, absolutely loved it. Jerry, a very strange story coming out of South Dakota, USA. 
Oh, Eagles Eagles tight end Dallas Godert. Is that how you say his name? Godare? <laughs> yes. Godare? Yes. Why do you go there? <laughs> <laughs> Eagles tight end Dallas Godare. Godert. Godert. It is Godert. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> I did. I saw the story. Actually, he is from. I guess he went to uh, school out there in South Dakota, so he was back in South Dakota, and he was sucker punched while eating dinner with his family. He was eating dinner with his family. Some dude rolls up and just punches him right in the face, unprovoked. Now this Dallas Godare Godert is six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds. It's pretty ballsy, isn't it? Very ballsy. <laughs> Walk up to a six foot five human being and sucker punch him. Yeah. Did you, did you see who it was that did it? No, they don't know who did it yet. What do you mean they don't know who did it? Well, they I mean didn't... they they didn't they can't identify the guy. Wow! So he hit him and ran. <laughs> yeah, guy was That's... having dinner. Got punched. I would think in South Dakota you would most like if you go oh oh uh, Eagles tight end Dallas Godair. <laughs> Dallas Godard Godare was in New York City and got sucker punched while eating a sandwich. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. South I Dakota? The, I hear there's a possibility that in Bradley Beach, Al Duke's going to get a sucker <laughs> no. punched while eating outdoors. Please, no one punch me in the face while I'm eating outdoors. <laughs> now I'm going to be looking for everybody to whack me right in the face. You're already paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> right. I Your don't head's need... going to be on a swivel. Oh, absolutely. Albert, why are you not paying attention to me? I might get sucker punched. I might get sucker punched. It happens. It happens even in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a bad one, man. I couldn't imagine being out with my family and having that happen. Like, it's one thing if you're at the bar and you're acting like an idiot with your friends, yeah. and someone just had, has had enough of hearing your stupid nonsense, and you end up getting sucker punched. Okay. It's still not right, but at least yeah. you can understand it. You're having dinner with your family. I'm like, what the hell? Do you think this was like mistaken identity where the guy thought his, so. his wife or girlfriend was cheating and he, they thought that the Eagles tight end was the guy and he just walked and he knew he couldn't beat him up in a fair fight. So he sucker punched him while he was having you know dinner what? with his family. Nothing would surprise me in this day and age. Nothing mistaken would identity. surprise me. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, come on. Would you be? I'm shocked somebody took a sucker punch at a guy who's six foot five, 250 pounds. I mean, that's a man. Yeah, it's well, probably... so much of a me. That guy's the man. The one that did the sucker punching. Not so much of a man if they ran away. I wonder why uh, he didn't like uh, fight back. Like, don't you have to if you do that? Yeah. Well, maybe his head fell on the mashed potatoes. Right, if you and the guy do was that, gone. don't you have to stand there and start thumping your chest? Let's go, come yeah. at me, bro. Let's go. Let's come go, on, bro. On. Let's go. Like you started it. Now you got to ask for more. I think. Right. You yes. can't run. No, he ran. Can you tell me there's no cameras in this place? South no, there Dakota is, backwards? There is, a, there is a camera, but as usual, it's like crap footage. Well, why is that? How come we can put cameras on our doorstep that are better picture quality than our TVs these days? Right. And you're going to tell me these restaurants can't find an HD camera? Right. Are we still running them to VHS tape in the back office? Like I went uh, to uh, my sister's yesterday for Father's Day. I had to leave the dog. I have a camera on her. I, I kept checking in. See what was going on over here. Crystal clear, Jerry. HD. Yeah. I bet you could identify her now. I could identify her. Absolutely. How did she do? Well, she was up and down. I did hear her howling at one point, so I'm sure my neighbors are very happy about yeah, they that. They were probably out. It was Father's Day. She was going, Oh. She missed me, Jerry. <laughs> it's taking you this long to have a female miss you, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> well, start, we start small. Were you inside at your sister's or outside? We were outside, but she has like a, a covered deck. She, Got it. Very bougie. That's very nice. Yeah. Down south, right? That's very nice. Was uh, that the sister that's down south, like in no, the this is area? No, this is the sister that's in the Bridgewater, New Jersey Oh, okay. Area. Got it. Yeah. Understood. This uh, 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 this was uh, at the zoo bar this happened, Jerry. The zoo bar? The zoo bar in South Dakota. Okay. You ever get you into lo- a bar fight? No. You ever come close to getting into a bar fight? I, I have been out with friends who've gotten into bar fights. And, and you I leave. Immediately. <laughs> I head for the hills. <laughs> That's all right. We're a team of four. Uh, yeah. Where's Al? All right, three. <laughs> I went, went lot. <laughs> uh, uh, to the Green Iguana in Tampa with my friend Mike and Pete. And they got into a bar fight. Now, they did not start it. This happens sometimes. And maybe this is what happened with this Eagles tight end. Uh, my friend Mike, who's a talk show host on The Bone down there, he's a big guy. And for some reason... When people get drunk, they want to challenge big guys. That Yeah, I don't understand it's it. It's very bizarre. So this guy challenged it. We were all just sitting at the table, and the, the, the challenge went out. Um, bar stools started flying, and we I ran outside. Get the car ready, Jerry. Got <laughs> to warm it up. Yeah, they come flying out after the brouhaha. We start driving away. The, my friend Pico's. I forgot my Cubs hat in there. I got to go back and get it. <laughs> got to go back and get it. A Cubs what? hat? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, it's Cubs hat. We're moving on. Yeah. So maybe that's what happened here. This is a, the, the zoo bar. Oh, and here's why there was no, uh, uh, why, what is this guy's name? Dallas Gobert? Godair? Yeah. You think it's Godert or Godair? I bet it's Godert. He's not French. He was, he was, Unconscious. I think it's Dallas that. Goddard, to be honest with you. I'm Goddard. just having fun listening to you. He got Goddard. He, he lost Go- consciousness <laughs> when he got punched in the face. Really? Yeah. So this, well, this guy, guy really, must have really hit him pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Police That's a shame. Called, police were called to the scene with reports of, quote, people busting glasses and having busted heads. Man. I thankfully have never been part of anything like that. So of a brouhaha in a bar. No, I, it is funny though. I can I can I can see you running out to get the car because in your mind, I can't turn the I can't turn on the ignition and just go. I got to warm the car up for five minutes. <laughs> right, even with people trying to get in, he'd be sitting there, guys pounding on the back of the car. Yeah. Wait, guys, the engine's not ready yet. <laughs> Moron. The temperature gauge hasn't reached the middle yet. <laughs> And I'm not even joking. Like that, that's Al. Oh, you're funny. I hope I hope they find this guy and let uh, Dallas Goder kick his ass <laughs> in the same bar. They should let him come. They should bring the guy back to the zoo bar and have Dallas Goder punch him right in the face. Call it even. I that's like it the, better when you call him Goder. Goder. <laughs> Dallas Goder, the French. He's a French player who plays for. He's a French player who plays for the Philadelphia. Eagles. Well, you had Jerry. Bobby Abair back in the day, right? You got, Quarterback uh, of the Saints, uh, Rod Gilbert, the Boomers' favorite. Uh, he was New York Canadian, Ranger, <laughs> right? He was French Canadian. That I don't know. Rod Gilbert. That Rod was Gilbert. what I remember when you didn't you bring him a stick or the jersey, and they were like, "Who's this?" And you're like, "Gilbert." <laughs> Rod Gilbert needs to sign this. <laughs> we got to get Gilbert over here. 
<laughs> oh man. Anyway, we're having fun with uh, with Goddard's name, but I enjoy listening to you try and do it. It's pretty fun. Go there. Uh, yeah. We're, Why we're do Godert. you go there? Goddard. Go there. <laughs> All right. One final break, and then we'll get your Boomer and Geo at six. But first, we got a Radio.com Sportsman, and it is Amy Lawrence, and she's talking about the way baseball is pretty much just killing itself. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. couple more minutes till we get to the top. Still nothing with Major League Baseball. I feel like we've said that every day for the past couple of months now. Webb Simpson won in South Carolina, and the uh, NASCAR race was postponed until today at 3 o'clock. What else you got? Jerry, we had talked a couple times in the past weeks about uh, cards, uh, baseball cards, yes. the collectible cards that have gone for big money. Here's a very strange one. A rare Connor McDavid rookie card. I he's, saw this. He's a hockey player, Jerry. Yeah. Sold for $135,000. So is that because they only made like a couple of them? It says they made 99 of them, and this is card number 97, which is his jersey number. So that's the specifics yeah. of why it's so much money. And it's only a 2015 card. How about that? That is really something. That better be in Gem Min 10 condition. I don't know anybody that collects hockey cards. I really don't. Not that I know anybody that collects baseball, except for yeah. Gary Vee. I don't know who does baseball cards either oh, anymore. This Gary Vee is locked in on basketball no, I cards know. now as an really? investment. Yeah, as an investment. Like, he's in, uses it. He's treating it like the stock market over there. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, I don't. All right. What, I would we, think they're mass produced, no? I would think so. But I, I guess, guess he's still, you know, getting the, the ones that are not mass produced. Like, this Connor McDavid card, there was only 99 of them. Yeah, that makes sense. But 135000 is a lot of money. Yeah, I might collect the the other uh, 98 of them. Get those in gem in 10 condition, Jerry. Offer them up for sale. For a dollar each. Put it on FlexPay. You only have to pay for the whole thing at once. You this fle- Do you have stock in FlexPay? Put it on FlexPay, Jerry. That's about the Pay, fifth time you've mentioned that in the last week. Yeah, well, that's how the... That's is that how, how you bought your vacuum? <laughs> Cheapo? Put it, put it on Flex... Just put that right on FlexPay, Jerry. It's almost like I don't even... Not is even your... Pay for uh, it. Is the remaining rent on FlexPay? <laughs> that is the on apartment. FlexPay. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till the collectors. Now. I'm gonna wait till the collectors come knocking on my door. Is that really? Is that the plan? New York sports, including <laughs> Yankees baseball. <laughs> 